Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. You are listening to the COP podcast here at AusBiz. I'm your host, David Scott, joined today by Carl Rodder. Carl, uh, look, uh, all things being equal, the RBA had a pretty good say on what happened today. Uh, that uh, statement came out at 2.30, another 50 basis point hike, as expected, but all of a sudden they just went and made their assertion again that they're data dependent and the, the market liked it. Yeah, not on a preset path, we've been told. So I don't know if it's a bit of a follow the Fed situation, but struck a fairly similar tone and markets seem to interpret it the same way. So we didn't end up markedly high, it has to be said, on the ASX 200, but certainly out of the doldrums of the day, I think it was nearly 0.1%, just below 7,000 for the session. Bit of a shot, uh, drop in rates, though, Aussie dollar weaker. So maybe a bit of a pairing back of rate expectations there. But, I mean, they delivered really largely, I think, what we were expecting, bar, you know, sort of, again, um, some slightly less hawkish language and, uh, well, you know, less uh, optimistic outlook on the economy, if we're going to be honest. Yeah, as you, as you mentioned, the uh, CBO is about 200, up about a tenth of a percent, looking at the uh, same kind of territory for the XJO. You talked about the Aussie dollar. It's been absolutely belted. I'm looking at my screen here. It's down 1%. Uh, Kiwi dollar is also up about half a percent at the moment. So, yeah, maybe a few of those uh, gro- global growth concerns coming back to the fore which may go and explain some of the decline we've seen in rates as well. Looking across the broader market map, I know via sector performance, financials had a pretty decent day, but today, as the consumer staples and the discretionary, also were the telecoms place and healthcare uh, chimed in. Materials and energy, uh, the clear laggards for the session. Real estate, also a bit softer. There was a bit of buying, though, in the gold miners. Uh, maybe bullion is going to come back in vogue a little bit with the weaker US dollar and softness in long bond yields. Looking across the individual performance of the market here, Carl, I can see zip shares. Uh, we know that uh, it wasn't uh, yesterday. I think they were hit pretty hard after a broken downgrade, but that didn't last long. Up 15% today. Uh, yeah, no news gambling to explain chip. it. Also, A2, A2 Milk also had a pretty decent performance as well. There was a couple of uh, you know, corporate results that have impacted uh, the laggards. The United Mall Group, we know that uh, whiffed yesterday. Uh, broker activity sending it down about 6.4% today. Also, Credit Corp. We had a chat with the, uh, the chief executive here on the program late this afternoon. Uh, it was down more than 10% at one point of the session. Uh, it closed down 5.1%. So, yeah, uh, some of those lithium names I know amongst the laggards today, but I know one probably tomorrow they'll be up again. Yeah. So, Appen as well, down 30%. Appen down 30% yes. too. Just, just chime in there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Martin uh, Crab from Sean Partners uh, was on the, uh, the close. And uh, it just reminded me that at one stage, that stock was a four, 40 bucks stock, uh, a $4 stock. How old the hell the, uh, the market Deep value, eh? In that particular space. <laughs> it is. Well, certainly a lot, uh, a lot cheaper than what it was, but uh, maybe for a reason. Mm. Uh, let's get to some of the other great conversations. We uh, had a chat with uh, Martin Crabb, of course. Uh, what else is on the radar today? You, uh, of course, covered off the RBA decision. Who did you have a chat with? 
Yeah, got Michael Blythe on, which was uh, a terrific chat. Gave us a little bit of a review of what he was thinking as far as where we go from here. Stephen Dooley was also uh, a great help on the uh, uh, on the show as it, as it broke there. But, you know, really just discussing perhaps some of these, you know, what was fairly uh, pessimistic uh, language when it came to the outlook for the Australian economy that, you know, we'll get a better picture of in the Statement of Monetary Policy. Um, but, I mean, I guess when you when you do talk to the RBA today, they did a pretty good job of giving us uh, of what we expected and, uh, you know, maybe even a decent job of expectations management too. So um, just really did cover off that, you know, line of, you know, greater flexibility going forward because of these risks to the economic outlook, especially uh, overseas. Uh, but it was a good conversation, a good way to get across what the RBA meeting actually meant uh, meant today. Yeah, it's interesting the way that the markets are responding, not only to the RBA, but other central banks just talking about the fact that they're data dependent. I would have thought that it was a given at all times, not just at the moment, but uh, certainly spurring those hopes we might go and see a pivot of sorts. But uh, no, the inflationary pressures, RBA flagging today, you know, by the end of this year, for the calendar year, uh, a 7.75% inflation rate forecast, uh, that is ugly no matter which way you're trying to go present it. So that's us certainly having a bit of an impact as well when it comes to us and the nuances amongst the marketplace at the moment. Uh, you also had a chat today with uh, Ben Clark from TMS Capital. I haven't talked to Ben for ages, but uh, he was back with a buy, hold and sell. What can you tell us? Yeah, mineral resources. That's uh, what he's looking at at the moment. And it, probably I, I would have thought a slightly out of consensus one too, considering there's global growth concerns. But he puts a really good case forward based on sort of valuation as well as sort of I guess you could say diversified streams of revenue as to why it might be a good stock. And then, yeah, he also chucks in, obviously, a hold and sell. Maybe go and uh, listen to that interview as to what he picks there. But uh, a couple of interesting names, a really good chat to uh, what was uh, the, the start of the day today. Yeah, absolutely. We're not going to give you the whole gambit, so go and uh, take a listen yeah, to the show notes when this uh, email hits your inbox. Uh, for those of you who weren't aware, CSL, of course, is making the acquisition by for Pharma, Swiss uh, giant uh, absorbing that, has been given the rubber stamp today by the regulator. So we thought, given that acquisition, given that maybe some of the uh, concerns when the pandemic is starting to ease that have impacted CSL, we decided to go and make it our stock of the day. So Koshi sat down today with Joshua Barker from Macro Capital and Adam Dawes from Shaw and Partners to go and get their take as to whether CSL was worth a buy, hold or sell in the current market. Fantastic business. It's certainly a buy from me. I think healthcare, and we were talking to Jumbo just last week, and she said her healthcare portfolio is doing very well in that defensive stance. So yeah. I'm really comfortable with CSL under $300. I do think it's a staple in the portfolio. Um, it's been great during this recent downturn, yeah. and uh, a lot of the healthcare stocks have been bucking the trend. So, yeah, good to always have some sort of allocation in there. The US dollar strength is also going to help them, um, as well as just the um, donations getting back to where it was. So there we have it. A solid buy. A blue chip bonanza on the other call this week in uh, CSL. A staple part of everyone's portfolio. Uh, so it uh, will be, I think it's already in the, uh, the portfolio, but uh, yeah, if you are in the marketplace, it's, uh, it's a comfortable buy, according to uh, Adam Shaw's at any point, under 300 bucks. Uh, look, Carl, let's go and have a look ahead. We know that payrolls is coming up in the States, so we also know that services PMIs are going to dominate tomorrow. Jolt's job openings tonight in the States. Is it going to go and tell us anything we don't know that labour market conditions are still very, very tight? Well, I mean, I'll be interested to see if we start to see signs that it could be softening a little bit. I was having a look back over the data, and interestingly enough, as a little bit of an aside, 
you can kind of see just the way that job openings start to fall just at this, the, uh, the, the end of a cycle. And the last time that kind of occurred was the end of 2019, 2020, when the Fed was scrambling to, to sort of cut rates again to sort of save the US economy before the pandemic happened and you know, everything got thrown out the window. But you know, we're starting to see, well, consensus estimate um, as far as the, 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 the number goes is a bit of a drop from the record highs, basically, that we've seen over the last um, last few readings. So I think everything will be about whether we're starting to see labor, the labor market cooling a little bit, you know, finding that inflection point, which could come tonight. So I think that's uh, that's going to be the, the key one for me on the macro docket, especially coming into a few big days of US data. Yeah, absolutely. Keep it close on the quick rate in that particular series as well. Uh, we know that consumer confidence ratings around the States have been absolutely woeful, no matter which way you go and measure it. So if uh, people aren't feeling confident about the uh, jobs outlook, uh, no, it probably infers as well as they're already saying that they're not that uh, positive in general about uh, what's going on. So that might be a bit of a tell as well. When it comes to the earnings front, uh, Uber, Caterpillar and PayPal are the other uh, top names on the list there to go keep a close eye on. We're now 50% or more through the US uh, quarterly earnings of season. So yeah, it's, uh, it's just come and gone as uh, ever in just a flash, but uh, all things being equal, Maybe it's been helped by the declining long bond yields, but uh, certainly not uh, the horror show that some were looking at beforehand. Uh, anything else, Carl? You're going to keep an eye on the next uh, next 24 hours? No, mate. It's all um, it's all jobs data this week, as uh, as far as I'm concerned, out of the state. So we just continue to work work towards that. But hey, let's see how the uh, the Chinese respond to, to to Nancy Pelosi potentially touching heels down on the ground. Assuming she wears heels, I know that's a, a little bit of a sexist comment to make, but um, potentially touching down in Taiwan and the reaction to that that could uh, give us something to chatter about tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, that might explain as well what's going on with the uh, long bond yields and Aussie dollar. A little bit of nervousness, so you know, some saber rattling from the Chinese side mm. of the table, certainly about military response, uh, should Pelosi go and touch down on Taiwanese soil. Uh, but that's, uh, look, we're speculating for the time being, that is not yet taking part from what I can see on my screens. So let's go and leave it there, Carl. Yep. Uh, have a great, uh, great evening, and uh, we'll speak tomorrow. See you, mate. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,